0: The Placing You First podcast begins in less than 20 seconds. Visit crcgroup.com to subscribe, download our award-winning tools and Intel articles that help you stay aware of emerging issues and trends, or get a snapshot of the insurance marketplace with our industry-leading ready indexes. You'll find it all on crcgroup.com under Tools and Intel. Recently, CRC Group CEO Dave Obenauer sat down with David Bull from The Insurer to talk about the state of the wholesale insurance marketplace. It was a great conversation, and we're happy to share it with you today. If you'd like to learn more about The Insurer TV or their Leading Voices series, which is the source of this interview, visit them at theinsurer.com. Check the show notes for the link. Hello and welcome to the latest installment of our Leading Voices series of one-to-one interviews with industry leaders. We're joined by CRC Group CEO Dave Obnau, who I'm sure will give us some great insights on a marketplace that has been thriving in recent years, as well as what its prospects are going forward and how wholesalers such as his company are positioning themselves to address the continued opportunities. Welcome, Dave. Thank you, David. It's great to be with you. Dave, I want to start off by having you talk about the market as you see it at the moment. The ENS market grew by another 20% plus in the first half of the year based on surplus lines stamping off its data. And of course, wholesalers have been reporting record growth over the last couple of years. Would you say this is the best market you've ever seen in your career?
1: Yeah, from the perspective of the ENS market, uh, in terms of demand and supply, quite frankly, for sure. Uh, it's a market that most people a few years ago predicted would never happen again, but who would have thought just a few years ago to have the confluence of events of the pandemic, social unrest, uh, social inflation, uh, core inflation, uh, and a number of natural catastrophes over a hundred year plus events. So all that's really impacted both the, the supply and the, the demand for our products in ENS, uh, and has put a lot of opportunity in, in our laps around solving for, uh, challenging needs. I think the bigger picture is that, you know, risk clearly is, uh, a growing uh, factor in our world, and if anything, the ENS marketplace in particular is the best positioned, I think, to help address those risks uh, as we think about the the world going forward.
0: You've got pricing data at your fingertips, Dave. Um, What are you currently seeing across different lines of business, and how do you see pricing momentum through 2021 and beyond?
1: Yeah, great question. We keep a very close look at that. Uh, We have detailed information by product, by industry, and by geography for a number of, of areas for sure. In general, I would comment that uh, it is still a rate increase environment. The pace of rate increases is decelerating uh, this year, but still uh, a pretty healthy rate over uh, rate environment this year versus last year. If you look at excess and umbrella, for example, uh, it is up still uh, comfortably in the mid-teens. Uh, it was up in close to the 20% range last year, so it is compounding its growth for sure even this year. Private DNO uh is up around 10% this year. Uh, coming down a bit from the mid-teens we saw last year. And then, uh, interestingly enough, as you might expect, some coverages, cyber being the, the most notable, perhaps, is under a lot of pressure given the underwriting results and concerns around ransomware. That's actually up 40%, which is an increasing trend from the last year. Uh, and we'll see that, I think, continue in that marketplace in particular. So, overall, I think it will remain a, a, a pricing-positive environment for the ENS marketplace this year and likely into next year from everything we see and we hear. Do you think
0: the, the growth we've seen uh, in the ENS market over the last couple of years is a cyclical phenomenon driven by the ebb and flow between the standard and ENS market? Or would you say it's more of a structural or, or permanent shift?
1: I think it's both, David. I think there's been a long go- term ongoing trend of growth of the ENS business as a percentage of the overall property and casualty business. And I think that does reflect your point, your point around risks, uh, becoming greater and ENS being the market to help solve those risks as we uh, evolve as a society. So there's been that ongoing trend for sure underlying what we see. But then clearly in the last year or two, there's been significant, uh, kind of temporal events that don't always happen. Now, pandemic being one of them. I think the risks around ransomware certainly are spiking very significantly. And some of the things like social unrest and the natural catastrophes that I mentioned before, uh, are unusual in terms of our history in the industry and, and even the last ten years. So I think there's a clearly a, um, a, a point in time that we're seeing increased uh, demand and need for ENS, along with the ongoing trend of ENS becoming a bigger part of the property and casualty insurance business within the U.S.
0: Now, I'd like to talk a bit about how the wholesale broking landscape has changed uh, and the emergence and, of course, now dominance of the big three firms. Dave, what would you say has been the main drivers of that, and, um, and is scale everything?
1: Yeah, I think the, the main driver is, quite frankly, customer needs and expectations. Customers, the retail uh, brokers, want to deal with fewer wholesalers, and those they deal with, they want those uh, wholesalers to have the scale, the expertise, expertise and depth of resources to handle all their needs across the country. So that's that's the driving force. It's been enabled, for sure, by the capital entering the e business on the distribution side that allows for the consolidation we've seen and continues continues to happen uh, on a weekly basis in uh, what we see today. So uh, It's really a customer-driven uh, need. Those customers want better analytics. They want more options. They want quicker service. They want more integration on technology, the kinds of things that, to your point around scale, are, are very hard to accomplish without the scale, uh, quite frankly. And uh, is another driver behind the rationale as firms become uh, larger, are, are able to deliver better services and better quality of outcome to our clients.
0: So, as one of the big three uh, giant wholesalers, how do you ensure you don't lose that specialty focus um, that's a, a hallmark of the ENS market and the wholesale broker, Dave?
1: It, it is absolutely a hallmark. I, I agree entirely. You know, we think of ourselves as specialists for sure. And the, the reason for that, quite frankly, is that the people that, that uh, are the client-facing experts that we uh, have around the country remain specialists. Our people tend to focus on an area or two, and that's what they're known for in terms of their expertise and their delivery to clients, and that hasn't changed. They may all have the same business card brand, uh, but they all have expertise areas that cover the waterfront, quite frankly, when we think about the vast array of client needs, and also to our discussion earlier, as those needs change in, in a very quickly evolving world, Uh, Our folks uh, are often the first to develop new solutions and deliver those to our clients. Thanks, Dave. And and
0: how how would you say the relationship between retailers and wholesalers has evolved over the last decade? And how has that shaped your strategy?
1: It's interesting to think about over a decade or so. To your point, David, you know that far ago, or maybe fifteen years ago, there really wasn't any sort of organized corporate relationship between the retail clients of a wholesale broker and that wholesale broker, that changed over time. Um, so our engagement with our clients at the uh, CRC corporate level is very significant and uh, a big part of our focus every day. Uh, that complements what happens transactionally every day and executing in the marketplace. Um, but it was clearly before um, the, the current corporate model, very much a transactional relationship, one that solved the needs at the point in time, but without any sort of corporate strategy development, or joint business planning, the kinds of things we now do routinely with our clients to build a business together that allows our clients to grow and grow profitably in the areas that they're focused on that we can help them solve for.
0: Now, Dave, um, as we've reported, you've recently restructured your your business. Can you explain a bit about the rationale behind that and, and also how it sets you up to meet client needs and capitalize on current market conditions, particularly in light of that evolving relationship?
1: We're very excited about the restructuring. In this case, the restructuring is is really all about delivering more to clients on on a more consistent basis. We accomplished two things with the restructuring. One, uh, we established a new vertical, a vertical we call Life, Retirement, and Benefit Solutions. That is uh, headlined by a company we've had part of the family here for a long time, uh, known as Crump. Crump is the largest wholesaler for life, annuity, and related products in the U.S. and is a real solution for the wealth management and private client solution centers for our various retail clients. So that, that new vertical um, allows us to get in, into a, a space that we've been, quite frankly, in already, but not really focused on in terms of delivering more consistently to our retail clients. So we're very excited about what that means as we build out that uh, area further, both organically and through acquisition. Their part of our uh, reorganization was to establish a much more significant programs operation uh, we recently closed on an acquisition of Constellation-affiliated partners. And with that, that combination, along with what we already have within the family, we underwrite about $4 billion through our MGA platforms uh, each year. And that gives us an incredible depth of expertise and talent to help carriers underwrite risks and then deliver those products consistently to our clients across the country. So when we think about CRC Group now, we have the full scope of being able to solve for transactional wholesale needs for all sizes of clients across the country, able to get into life retirement benefit solutions for those same clients, and then offer MGA bespoke products that we underwrite on behalf of various carriers to deliver to our retail clients. So we we really think it rounds us out nicely and presents a platform within CRC Group that quite frankly we think is unparalleled uh, in the industry.
0: Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Join Team CRC to gain access to best-in-class tools, data, exclusive programs, and more. Send your resume to resumes at crcgroup.com and read testimonials from our recent hires on LinkedIn. Search for CRC.